Yes, my G, welcome to a liquid discussion. We're back, episode number four. Yeah, I hope you're good. I'm hoping the week's going all right. Yeah, if it's not, I'm hoping, you know, the days to come, things kind of change in the direction that you want them to go in. Come on now. I do apologize for the late post, and it's just one of them ones where I've just been disorganized, you know, let's put it that way. But I'm going to try and get back, you know, into the swing of things and be posting every Monday. But I did promise an episode a week. Yeah, so an episode a week is what you're going to get. Yeah, I do apologize that it's a bit late though. But yeah, man, the topic of discussion for today is called Be Your Own Hype Man slash Girl, innit? <laughs> yeah, I don't want you guys, you know, girls getting at me, so I thought I would just put a little slash girl in there. But when I say hype man, I'm including everyone. Yeah, both boys and girls. Oh, shit. Oh, oh damn. Hiccups, then. <laughs> uh, but when I say hype man, I'm including everyone both men and women boys and girls so it's just one of them ones where like try and bear that in mind as um you know the episode goes on but yeah what's the hype man i'm pretty sure we all know what a hype man is we've all been to a live concert where you get a person that just comes in after every act gassing the whole crowd up in it because sometimes the previous acts before like the main acts don't really bang but the person that's kind of like you know engaging with the crowd kind of you know, interjects a bit of energy in there and, you know, keeps you gassed up, ready for the main act in it because we know that the main act is going to bang, yeah, nine times out of ten. So it's just one of them ones where, like, the hype man's solemn goal is to just energize the crowd and keep them, you know, gassed, ready for, you know, the time of their lives in it. Let's put it that way. But, <laughs> yeah, man, do you reckon that if you were your own hype man, that your performance levels in the things that you want to do is more likely to be increased and impacted positively. Yeah. What do you reckon? Yeah. This whole episode is pretty much based on confidence. I talked about this in um, the last season. I can't remember what episode number, but yeah, I kind of touched on confidence a bit. But yeah, this is the remastered version. Yeah. The more mature version, I like to think, <laughs> I would like to say. But yeah, man, what is confidence? Yeah. What is confidence? Confidence is pretty much trust and belief in something or someone. That someone doesn't have to be another person. It could just be you in it, having confidence in yourself. So if I was to ask you right now, are you confident? Yeah, what are you going to say? Yeah, yes, no, maybe, um, I don't know. Yeah, what's your response? Well, because with me, if you'd ask me whether I'm confident, my answer will be yes and no. Yeah, I'm going to break it down. I'm confident in the things that I've done and experienced and not confident in the things that... Uh, I haven't done or experienced, yeah. So if I was to say that I'm confident in the things I haven't done or experienced, I'm just being, you know, arrogant, you know, you get me? There's nothing wrong in admitting that, uh, you know, you're not confident in those things because if it's something that you want to learn, you know, admitting that, you know, you're not confident or like, you know, you're not good at it, I reckon it's the first step. I'm pretty sure there'll be someone out there that wouldn't mind giving you a hand in, you know, helping you develop that uh, confidence in uh, doing whatever it is that you know you want to do or you're not confident in i read somewhere that like um i can't remember where they said that confident with confidence you just have to be you know realistic with your own sense of knowledge skill and ability yeah which is something that i'm like damn yeah i can uh you know i can relate to that because you know with confidence you, know, you just have to have all those three in emotion you get me it's just one of them ones where like if you don't have the knowledge in it how do you expect to do it if you don't have the skill 
how do you expect to actually do it? Innit? And like with your ability, you know, you're just going to be shaking because you're like, oh, I don't know what to do in it. So I reckon those three definitely need to be in play. I was doing a bit of research and reading. Yeah, I came across this uh, Donny. He's <laughs> not really a Donny, but <laughs> yeah, he's a psychologist, a renowned psychologist called uh, Albert Bandura. I hope I said his last name correct, but he did a book called uh, Self-Efficacy, The Exercise of Self-Control. It's on Amazon, yeah, Kindle. So, you know, if you guys are readers, you can search it out for yourself. I don't think it's too pricey. But yeah, he did a book on, uh, you know, exercising self-control and, you know, confidence was kind of in there as well. So he pretty much stated that um, people with high self-efficacy are more likely to be uh, healthier, successful, and effective compared to the people that have low self-efficacy. So efficacy pretty much means your own beliefs to do something, to produce a positive outcome, or produce an outcome that's, um, you know, uh, appropriate or acceptable. Yeah, so it's pretty much your own beliefs to be able to do something, to produce a positive outcome, or one that's at least expected. Yeah, you get me? So in that book, there's a bunch of research. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's a bunch of research and theories <laughs> in this, which I was like, damn, okay. But he stated that there's four factors yeah, that need to be in play for you to kind of build on that, uh, you know, positive self-efficacy. You know, so those four factors are mastery experiences, ver um, vicarious experiences, verbal persuasion, and... Um, physiological and affective states yeah so i'm just going to give you a quick summary of what those things are and you know if you you know you found it interesting you can just you know do a bit of research yourself in it so mastery experiences is pretty much based on your performance outcome so how well you perform when you do something so that performance could be good or bad so depending on whether that performance is bad or like it's just got a lot of bad things and very few you're less likely inclined or motivated to want to do it you get me whereas like let's say um if it's positive you're gonna be more likely to be like you know what i want to do it so it's just one of them ones where like um i think your mindset when it comes to like mastery mastering experiences has to be you know correct and a concrete yeah especially if it's something that you want to do yeah regardless of whether those like uh outcomes are negative i'm pretty sure you can pick out some positives that you can like cheer on about and you know motivate yourself with the negatives or at least like next time round you know there's a lot more positives than negatives yeah you get me so that's uh, pretty much mastery experiences a vicarious experiences is pretty much based on observations so how well or how positive the people within your social role model circle kind of like perform in it let's put it that way so it could be like your parents older siblings grandparents aunties uncles your coach yeah anyone that you kind of deem to be a role model so if let's say their self i can't even say it self uh efficacy is positive he states that one is more likely to absorb you know a few of those you know beliefs about self and kind of like incorporate them onto them yeah kind of motivate them to keep on wanna doing it you know to keep on doing whatever it is that you know they set out to do so it's just one of them ones where like if your social role models are kind of positive you're more likely going to be positive and uh, motivated to want to carry on 
with whatever it is that you, you know you're trying to do yeah regardless of whether whatever it is that you're experiencing is negative you're gonna be thinking like you know what my brother's been through this yeah my mom and dad have been through this oh yeah i know my uncle's been through this but look at him now and he's positive so i know if i carry on i'm just gonna you know it, it'll get better and there's lighter than the tunnel that's what um vicarious experiences is verbal persuasion is pretty much feedback and it's all based on feedback so the feedback that you get from your social role models the ones that i just gave an example on or it could be your friends even the sort of feedback that they give you on uh, on whatever it is that you're trying to do is uh, going to have an impact or an influence on whether you know you carry on with whatever you know with whatever it is that you've set out to do so it's just like uh how can i um put it it's like let's say you go out and play a team sport and uh you know let's say you lose and everybody's out here just you know critiquing you on the bad things that you've done yeah you're less likely going to want to do it again because you know there's nothing positive that comes out from uh from <laughs> from whatever it is that you've done so it's just one of them ones where you're like I don't think I can be asked in it. So, yeah, that's what pretty much uh, verbal persuasion is. So, if the feedback is going to be positive, you're going to be more inclined to, you know, want to carry on. I'm not saying don't give negative feedback because sometimes that negativity is constructive, isn't it? So, it's just one of them ones where, like, how do you choose to um, take it on? And the last one is uh, physiological and. Uh, affective states yeah it's pretty much based on your emotional physical and uh let's say mental well-being yeah your psychological well-being so bandura stated that like um people with the positive let's say outlook on those things are more likely to be you know positive in their experiences obviously if you suffer from things such as anxiety depression it's uh, obviously a bit more challenging for you to um you know develop that sort of like positive outlook but he also, he also states that it's not you know impossible you just have to try and work on your self-efficacy so it's just one of them ones where you try and think of the things that you know you like and kind of bring a smile to your face and you know try and do them develop them and become better at it because that's gonna have a positive influence on your self-efficacy yeah you get me that's uh pretty much a quick summary of uh you know albert bandura's uh you know exercise on self-control yeah self-efficacy yeah i'll probably say read a bit about it and it? it's just i'm just giving you my little take on it on uh, the things that i found so far i'm still doing a bit of this and that here and there so i thought i'll just you know share a little bit of that with you guys and you get me yeah seek validation for yourself and not for others yeah you get me uh, i would like to say that the things I don't know. I would like to, yeah, I'd like to say that based on the things that I've taken on or read about, you know, his theory and all that, the key part in that is experience, isn't it? So in order for you to be able to gain confidence in whatever it is that you want, yeah, you're going to have to actually physically go out and actually experience it, yeah? You're going to have to actually go out and do it. So it's just one of them ones where like you're not gonna get the confidence that you want if you're just at standstill. You get me? Yeah. I don't know. What do you guys think? Yeah. Do you reckon that confidence comes from experience? Yeah. Do you reckon that the people that you're around or the people that you look up to have a 
influence on like that sort of confidence that you know you want to have or like however well or bad you perform has an impact on your confidence and what do you guys think yeah let me know i'll leave my socials in uh, the video somewhere yeah or <laughs> somewhere on screen but yeah man that's uh that's a quick little episode on uh confidence man you just have to be your own hype man come on now i'm pretty sure we all we all do some hype stuff yeah especially when you get a trim i'm pretty sure we'll all be looking in the mirror like okay yeah i'm looking clean i'm looking fresh come on now yeah girls i know when you get them french tips yeah when you get your hair done yeah you'll be feeling good about yourself innit? it so try and get that <laughs> sort of uh feel when uh when it comes to doing things that you want to do in it it's just one of them ones where like your confidence is just gonna go through the roof in it it's just gonna go through the roof but yeah man i'll see you in the next episode my people in it just be you yeah big bill out